Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Ninja Trender Food Processor. <laughs> Is that the sound of me? Yeah, I don't Ooh. know. I'm Jack, you are Mo, mm-hmm. uh, and here is some things that are trending um, on this fine Tuesday afternoon. Paul Gozer is trending. Gozar uh, the Gozerian, yeah. Yeah, not coincidentally uh, sharing a name with uh, a villain from the Ghostbusters world. This is yeah. his entire existence is actually a piece of uh, branded marketing for the upcoming uh, Ghostbusters reboot. Um, and it's really ramping up because he's gone full evil. Uh, he shared an animation of him killing AOC. That yeah, he's yep. a real person who did that and uh, is in still office. in Congress, still yeah. in office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's something. I mean, you know, this is where I, I I'm not surprised, uh, and I think the lack of action is just further indication of where things are headed um it's 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 like unbelievable i think many people have rightly made the comparison of like what other fucking workplace can you share a image of you killing a coworker, and then there's no like hey sorry man you gotta i think you might have to get the fuck out of here um but you know this is (laughs) it's fucking congress and this these are the fucking people that we have uh representing certain parts of the country so yeah, I, mean, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't yeah. The don't full the center right has gone full like just yeah, the like anybody who is not from this country looks at this and is like this this is terrifying. You guys are on the brink of a fucking civil war or something you're because playing, the, yeah. you're, you're playing, playing you're playing you're playing with fucking, radioactive waste. Yes. And thinking nothing's gonna happen. Maybe yeah. not in right then and there. Yeah. I don't know, but, give it a give it a little bit. Yeah. You're gonna be feeling that. Normalizing um, killing people who are your ideological uh, opponents. Um, yeah. And I think again, this is where this this I think they feel that's their only end game because there isn't a numerical plur- like majority sort of that will regularly come out to vote. So everything just has to be raw power and threats and yeah, because I mean you look at even anger, yeah. Republicans that even voted for the infrastructure bill. They're getting death threats, yeah. uh, but also like Mitch McConnell. I've, are y'all not looking at the Senate? Because there's Republicans over there. Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. This is just, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of different um, forces at work to create these pressure points. But yeah, I mean, we're just constantly seeing the norms be fucking <laughs> pushed further and further and further out. The so we talked yesterday about how the um, Astro World tragedy was uh, being turned into a satanic panic uh yeah. ish story that is now in full swing um and yeah it's i i still haven't really even figured out how they're other than that there's like fire and like um like a skull on stage like that that is what's um being i i don't know that it's just wild how how hard they have gone. And so I'm just going to read the two headlines, the two main headlines on Drudge Report, which is the most viewed like front page of any news aggregation website. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a picture of Travis Scott with fire shooting in the background as, you know, many uh, concerts of all uh, musical genres has fire shooting off in the background. Um, But he looks like he's screaming angrily. 
And the first headline is the devil made him do it. And then the second headline is quote blood sacrifice. Uh, you click through on that and they're both stories about um, conspiracy theories uh, being conspiracy theories from fans. Mm. Um, and I don't know. It's just so uh, it's not anything new, but it, it it is just such a like thing that America does all the time um, that yeah, I mean, there are people like, oh, there he he used a an image of a demon where he is a, a demon. So this was clearly a, a setup for a blood sacrifice to Beelzebub type shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even know. Then they even put like there was like this thing where they're liking it to this like Hieronymus Bosch painting, Mouth of Hell or Christ in Limbo. That right. they're like, this is the Mouth of Hell. Like that's what right. this is too. Very well, could be that would be art. That's called fucking art. And the fact that people died in the crowd uh, has absolutely nothing to do with that other than uh, it, it was being organized by a massive organization trying to keep up appearances while doing the absolute bare minimum uh, and spending as little money as possible. Um, but on, on the front of keeping up appearances, uh, they uh, CNN obtained like a... Um, you know, a doc that prepped the, uh, the people working the concert for like how to deal with, uh, tragedy. And they were supposed to refer to dead concert goers as Smurfs to avoid having to say like somebody was dead over the airwaves, uh, because they didn't want people to, I don't know, probably their explanation would be they didn't want people to panic, but also like, that's yeah, you don't want to hear that coming shit. over a radio. You're like, what yeah, the fuck someone died. And yeah. now people will be like, what, Smurfs? Uh-oh, somebody died. Right, right. Um, yeah. It's interesting, though, too, because now the whole con- a lot of the conversation now is, okay, Travis Scott's not satanic. Right. But it's taking a lot of attention off the people who produced this and whatever hand Travis Scott actually had in, if there were corners being cut at his behest or things like that, that's really what this whole story needs to be about. And it's wild how, too, like, in a way... The sort of narrative, like the narrative, uh, Travis Scott benefits from this trying to be like people being like, he's not a, this wasn't a satanic offering, right. you know, that that's all the oxygen being devoted or a lot of it being talked, talked about now, rather than, you know, let's keep our eye on the fact that it looks like just gross, gross mishandling of an event. Yeah. Also there, like, I don't know if we talked about this, but this, the, main thing that i'm hearing like the first thing people bring up when they talk about this tragedy is there's a guy there apparently like injecting people with drugs um not true not true like that's just or very dubious there's not much evidence to suggest that was happening yeah it was the chief of police doing the irresponsible thing of like taking the most sensationalistic uh repeatable urban legendified uh like take on a detail that one of the security officers uh passed out and then uh, when they came to they had like what they thought was a prick on their neck um yeah there is absolutely no evidence that uh anybody was injecting anyone with fentanyl so producer brian has pointed out that it might have been the vaccine <laughs> that uh they were just this was yet another way for libs to try to get people vaccinated 
Yeah. Um, and obviously, uh, he passed out because his balls exploded in his pants. <laughs> and um, look, I don't have to tell you the stuff you, yeah. you guys can put two and two together. But that thing reminds me of just how um, on with the rust uh, gun controversy where uh, the DP was killed, how the defense of the armor was. I think someone put bullets there to sabotage us. It was a setup. Like, oh, that's right. A very, Alec Baldwin very similar. Shooter. Yeah, very similar to be like, I think it, I think someone put bullets there is very similar to there was somebody injecting people there with right. you know, throw, da, da, da. throw people off uh the scent by creating an invisible like, like super villain. Boogeyman, super yeah. villain. Um yeah. Uh but yeah, I usually when I see America going into a like satanic panic, I'm usually sort of energized to be like, no, we've done this before. This is like so dumb and like now it's happened so many times that i'm just like fucking exhausted just like oh you guys know we've done this before you just don't give a fuck i just don't i mean i want to this and i'm not i don't mean to be flippant but if you're really on this shit please show me a step-by-step guide so i can sell my motherfucking soul so i can become wealthy (laughs) beyond imagination right how what are the mechanically what's happening and don't point to some loose scripture i want receipts we would have a much bigger problem if this was actually something that we were allowed to do because americans need need that money i mean right yeah could you imagine like satan's like hey man need a home loan healthcare sell your soul bro i got you oregon donation just kind of uh dovetailing nicely with that piece of uh apocalyptic news uh oregon donation is trending because of a bullshit piece of uh, photo manipulation that is being shared uh, by the right mm-hmm. about the right. That yeah. is right, said Fred. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it was a picture of like a mobile vaccination site that was saying like, hey, you can get your kids vaccinated here. And they just doctored onto it and said, and don't forget to donate their organs. Right. Like, okay. And everyone was like, you see what's going on? Oh, right said Fred, what were the people who shared it in the first place? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. And the outrage ensued of like, this is what they're doing at these vaccine sites. They're being like, get your kid uh, poisoned and then also give us their organs. Mm -hmm. And it took like, you know, some people who are like, no, like here's a news report from the summer or like like a while back where someone actually walked by this sign blowing in the wind and it just said, yes, get your kids vaccinated here. Yeah. Um, Hey, man. It's all organ stuff. I just don't. It's weird when you see people regurgitate that, like, you know, verbatim back to you, and you're like, "Hold on, really?" Yeah. Or like, well, how? Because, uh, yeah, they maybe we uh, just need to like. They'll take them. Maybe we need to cover like a myth that is going to keep coming up every day in the news. Like, what once a week? Maybe that can be a thing that we add to the show because. This I for some reason this like immediately hits my brain as bullshit, as does the neck scratching thing. Like the idea that evil people are trying to give away their drugs for free is like not a that that's a specific genre of uh mm-hmm. urban legend. The organ donation thing also seems to be like a a thread that runs through urban legends with um, you know, the guy who goes on vacation meets somebody at a bar wakes up in a bathtub of ice oh yeah um, being like thanks for the kidneys sucker yeah dumbass yeah. should never have trusted a stranger 
Uh, obviously, I was going to steal your kidney. Um, all right. Uh, anyways, that's something we might do on our show. That's what you just heard. Not organ donation. Not organ donation. Unwitting people. No. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we are back, and there's some claims coming out. These have more of the ring of truth about them, but they are just claims at this point. Uh, there are claims coming out that Mike Pence uh, may have had his access revoked to his office in the Capitol complex during the insurrection and have been yeah. forced to run and hide in a loading dock. Yes, because there's no access to the office. Um, and apparently they were, there was contingency planning going on. Once they realized they were locked out of their offices, they fled to a loading dock, tried to figure out what they needed to do in case there was a true constitutional crisis and how they could remove the president. Um, apparently the, the access badges worked in that, that morning before the mob got to the Capitol or entered it. But once Pence, uh, left the chamber floor, then the badges no longer worked. And access was restored. Now, I don't, I'm sure there may be a very, uh, you know, uh, innocent explanation for that. But there's also like, you know, the, this thread from the Mueller she wrote at Mueller she wrote, uh, which I believe is a podcast, um, was saying that if you cross reference it with some similar anecdotes from other books that had different certain reporting, like there's, there is a, there is this narrative that shows Pence very sort of concerned a, a bit paranoid not knowing who to trust that day um mm -hmm. so a lot of things might add up right like but, he didn't want to get in a car with the secret service is that yeah one of the exactly in that book it said uh about him refusing to get in the car with secret service during the attack he said quote i trust you tim but you're not driving the car if i get in that vehicle you guys are taking off i'm not getting in the car um damn i mean that seems pretty revealing um yeah so i i don't know this it's it's just like the whole thing was so dark than just the whole situation uh that i believe a lot i mean it's it's easy to see how a lot of things might have been put in place if they were really going for this like you know sloppily orchestrated uh takeover yeah um but again I mean, it's like this, this feels like a story w that we have been distanced from the reality of it, which is the president spoke to a crowd of people, like told them to go like fight for, to overthrow the electoral process. Uh, they broke into the fight. Like the, the shit is not like the, the actual details are the things that are being like minimized. And mm -hmm. like, I, I don't know. And the fact that the, people who were in concert with the you know rioters and people who were chanting to hang mike pence have been absolutely like fully openly obstructionist about like any sort of investigation into it it's, it just doesn't seem uh very complicated like it's yeah. like yeah they wanted they were just putting it out there they were hoping they were probably I'm sure it ranged between people being like, we got to take this motherfucker down so that he doesn't like overthrow the election, uh, you know, from their perspective or it doesn't like let Biden come in to people being like, I don't know. It's like a 20% chance. Let's just like, you know, do let them do the thing and see, see where it all shakes out. Um, right. Right. But all of those are, I believe, uh, treason. So 
Um, yeah, gonna be interesting. Gonna be. I mean, because there's gonna be more. The uh, the January sixth commission already sent out some more subpoenas uh, to get more answers or maybe non answers. But I yeah. I don't know. It's like one of these things where like you see all these fucked up pieces and like is someone gonna put these together and then will there be any kind of justice or accountability? Don't know yet. Um, Kyle Rittenhouse is trending because the prosecution has rested um, after calling, I think, like 25 witnesses. Yeah, 22, um, something like that, yeah. Some of their witnesses uh, apparently supported their theory on the case, uh, which seems to be the theory on the case that I had after watching the whole thing unfold on video. But yeah, apparently they showed a lot of video. They were like, this is, here's the thing that happened that we're trying to uh, decide like if it was okay. But apparently some of their witnesses uh, helped the defense. Um, one, the only person who survived being shot by Rittenhouse testified that he believed the teenager uh, was an active shooter, pursued him, unholstered his own concealed firearm. Basically, he made it sound like he pointed a gun at Kyle Rittenhouse before Rittenhouse shot him. But I think he was just you know, putting his gun saying like, drop your weapon because he thought he was an active shooter because he was walking around with an assault rifle fucking shooting people. And also he shouldn't have been there in the first place. He was there with an assault rifle drawn, uh, killing people. It's like, yeah, well you went to the smoke show with a, uh, smoke attracting device on your body and then being confused when you're being pursued. Um, it's, uh, I mean, you know, the sec you'd hope that the, when the jury hears like, hold on, you traveled across state lines to fucking LARP it up as some like street defender and yeah. you're underage. There's just so much there where like, I already feel like that already makes this whole thing unreasonable. And that's sort of what needs to be, you know, the, the, that's the question that's in front of the jury is whether or not his actions are reasonable or criminal and whether or not the you know, um, the Grosskreutz, the, the the EMT who pulled his gun can, you know, contributes to the idea that he was actually defending himself. I'm I'm not sure it's it, it's just so frustrating. You feel like these kinds of things could have been open and shut cases or maybe if the cops didn't be like, hey, bro, thanks a lot for that. that yeah, let him walk by. This um, could have been a quicker thing. Right. But this like is the, the line of questioning, and I guess this is probably the line of questioning from the defense, but uh, the line of questioning places it in the context of like Kyle Rittenhouse is a cop who's like there and not just somebody who has already like shot people and is, has no right to be there shooting people. Like, right. And is like ultimately, if we're like not defending anyone's life, he's defending property. He's defending. He he wants them to leave the buildings alone. Yeah. Um, which I guess an American legal system is probably a fine defense, but it's a tough one. <laughs> it's a tough it one for be. this jury, man. Tough one. Yeah. For, I don't know. Cool. I'm stumped, man. I think um, I want to normalize uh, underage armed teen vigilantes. Yeah. With this decision, because that's what's going to happen. And finally, we got an NBA uh, kind of blood feud going here yeah so Jokic, nikolai what's mm-hmm. his first name nikolai Jokic. yeah um he's only the nba mvp i'm a real uh real sports nut but he <laughs> uh he was taking a half court shot and uh marquee 
Morris like kind of body checked him. Yeah, it looked like he was trying to maybe break up the fast break, you know, just like a professional foul. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Tr- clearly it was a, a hard, hard foul. foul. Yeah, but, it was a hard foul. Yeah, um, but one of those was just like, nah, I'm fucking the play up. Yeah, here we go. Fuck this. Body check and then like kind of turned away. Like it's not like he was like, oh, "Are you okay?" It was squared just like, up, yeah, yeah, like, squared up and was like, "Yep." Hard foul. So Jokic uh, ran at him and really like checked him hard in a way that like was very violent. And uh, Markeith Morris's like head snapped back. Like Jokic was kicked out, deserved to be kicked out. Um, But then there was this like uh, war of words on Twitter. Marcus Morris, his uh, Markeith's twin brother, who's also in the NBA, uh, tweeted, "Waited till bro turned his back, shake my head." Noted. and then that prompted Jokic's brothers to open a Twitter account named Jokic Brothers to, to respond to uh, Marcus Morris. Uh, they said, you should leave this the way it is instead of publicly threatening our brother, exclamation point, which makes it sound kind of uh, friendly. Your brother made a dirty play first. If you want to make a step further, be sure we will be waiting for you. Jokic mm. Brothers. Yep. Um, Signed, Jokic Brothers. And then, yeah, <laughs> Marcus keeps going. Yeah, then Marcus was was like, my mom told me to shut the fuck up, basically. Well, well, first, at, right after that, he said, oh, well, you got the right ones. After that, like, hey, wink, you got, like, if you want it, we're here. And he said, right. you got the right ones, believe that. Jokic Brothers, I don't believe. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny, man. Like, the whole, the whole shit talking, it's ridiculous. And also, like, it's interesting to also people be like, man, you don't fuck around Miami. Like, duh, 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 duh. and people are like, mm, look into the youth of and the childhood of the Jokic brothers because they were coming up in a severe war in the Balkans mm-hmm. uh, where it's like, you know, even like there have been past interviews where he's like, yeah, there were bombs all the time that we just couldn't even have lights on. So most of the time everything was off because of the war and, you know, we were just surviving in a fucking war. And. It's quite it's literally so, born in the darkness. And yeah, right. Yeah, like fucking born Dane. and raised in the in the darkness. Yeah, but it's always fun to see Americans still be like, no, man. like, and I get it. There are rough places that are like war zones in the United States, but like, yeah. it's funny to watch Americans be so ignorant of that, like the like what happens in the what happened in the Balkans in the nineties, and then dismiss like that's I don't even know what he's saying. That's not real. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> anyway, all that to say. Um, will this turn into like some out of control beef on the court? We can only wait to find out. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, those are some of the things that are trending on this Tuesday afternoon. We are back tomorrow with a whole last episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind yes. to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. Yep. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye.